podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Join me and Robbie for Victory League Metaverse to watch Game for Ukraine. Yo, 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 listen up. This is going to be huge. The Game for Ukraine charity football match kicks off this Saturday, the 5th of August at 5.45pm. We're talking about a full-on game with big names from the world of football on the pitch. I'm going to be there and other AFTV influencers are going to be joining in and you can come and meet them all digitally. Let's make a difference together. Click the link in the description right now and get involved. This is going to be big. Hi and welcome on to AFTV Transfer Daily, the show that keeps you up to date with players that have been linked with a summer transfer move to Arsenal. It was good to be back at the Emirates Stadium yesterday. Um, we've been doing all this travelling uh, to America to watch Arsenal and that was brilliant. But great to be back at the Emirates yesterday. Um, full house for a friendly. How many teams can do that? 60,000 fans for a friendly against Monaco in the Emirates Cup. Arsenal coming out winners in the end um, on penalties. It was a bit of a sketchy performance by Arsenal. I have to say, um, you can sort of see with Arsenal all pre-season, it's been a little bit different to last year in that it really seems experimental with a lot of the things that um, Mikel Arteta was doing. Uh, Declan Rice sort of played in that Granite Xhaka role and did very well, by the way. I thought he played um, well. Um, Thomas Partey was the defensive midfielder, looked good. No way can Arsenal sell him, especially when you see performances uh, last night and it's a good job that they're keeping hold of him. And um, all in all, you know what I mean? It was experimental. Eddie and Ketia getting on the score sheet for Arsenal and actually captaining the team last night as the most senior sort of Arsenal player on the pitch. So, you know, much changed team. Different teams sort of came on um, for half of the second half. Sketchy, patchy performance and a really good test for Arsenal because Monaco were a really, really good side. Um, however, the big news yesterday was all about the injury to Gabriel Jesus. Um, huge for me. Um, in preseason, he's looked sharp, especially in the last game against Barcelona. Played really, really well. And I was really, really looking forward to seeing him have a really full injury-free season after what happened last year when he was out for over three months. Um, but we got the news yesterday um, that this knee injury has flared up again. He had to have a minor procedure on it. And Mikel Arteta saying that he's going to be out for a few weeks. Now, as every Arsenal fan knows, right, a few weeks at Arsenal can be six weeks or two months or even worse. Listen, I'm hoping it's not easy. You know, again, Mikel Arteta said it's a minor procedure. Um, just to fix some irritation on the knee. But minor procedure is still a procedure. It still means surgery. That's what it means. Some surgeries have to be done on that knee, which means, you know, um, it's going to swell up. You have to wait to see how it reacts. It's a bit worrying. It's a bit worrying because this guy is so important to how Arsenal plays. Now, as I said, you know, Eddie and Ketcher came in. He, he he done a job yesterday. He scored. He he looked really sharp in the game. By the way, he could have scored again. I think if Trossard cut back to him. And when he came in for Jesus last year, he did well. We could, we shouldn't discount that. He did very well and covered Jesus brilliantly for the majority of the time. But should Arsenal be looking for an alternative striker? Um, with this news on Jesus's knee. Knees are never good. Could it flare up again throughout the season? 
These are all the questions. How long is it going to take? Even if he is back in a few weeks, do Arsenal then have to ease him in? I mean, it's it's this the business end now. Um, we're, we're about to start the season. So do Arsenal look at alternative? Of course, they've got one right at the club right now, and that is uh, following Balogun, who, you know, after last night, a lot of Arsenal fans were saying, listen, surely he can't be sold now. We've got to keep hold of him if, you know, Jesus is going to be out for a few weeks. Um, however, you know, speaking, Mikel Arteta speaking to the press yesterday said that, you know, no plans have changed on Balogun um, and, you know, everything is going to be continuing the same. Didn't reveal what that meant, but what surely what that means is that he's going to be sold. Balogun has not played um, since the very first game against Nuremberg um, preseason over in Germany. Didn't play in any of the games in America. There's even been rumours that he's been sort of training alone, of course, to try and keep him injury-free because they want to sell him. Inter Milan were the team that were the team that came in with the big bids of £30 million. That was turned down by Arsenal. Inter Milan now seemingly have moved on from Balogun. Um, they seem to go after Skamaka from West Ham. West Ham are also another club that have been very, very heavily linked with Balogun. Um, that as of yet, no bid, and Arsenal are demanding a whopping £50 million for him. There was rumours yesterday that Balogun's asking Arsenal to lower their asking price um, so that he can get the move. But for me, and this is just my personal opinion, right now, if the, with this injury to Gabriel Jesus, I don't think we should be selling Balogun. I think we should be keeping hold of him. You know, um, there's not many strikers out there. And if we got a striker that scored 21 goals last season, I know it'd be great to get the money in for him, but surely we hold on to him. But it doesn't look like we will be. It does still look like Arsenal are looking to sell him. So what are the alternatives out there? And when I look around, there's not many. I know we've been linked with L.E.Y. Um, from Montpellier, but is he not just the same as Balogun? Could also return back for, say, for instance, for Dusan Vlajevic, who they were trying to sign before he went to Juventus. He's gone to Juventus. Let's be real. It's been a bit of a disaster for him there. 14 goals in 42 games in all competitions has not really lit it up at all at Juventus, and they are willing to sell him. But they want a whopping £77 million pounds, um, for Dusan Vlajevic, which for right now, he's not worth that. Juventus would, you know, they're willing to sell him. They're willing to sell him. Chelsea have said to be one of the teams that will be right at the front interested in him. Um, we know that Juventus, you know, they've breached FFP rules. They were recently fined uh, 17.17 million pounds, 17.1 million pounds, should I say. Um, they're in financial trouble. They would like to get rid of Lajevic, but they want to get rid of him for a big fee. They're open to letting him go. But should Arsenal move back in and try and bring Vlajevic to Arsenal? Um, the other thing is as well, he's on big wages. He's said to be on over £200,000 a week. So again, all those sort of things need to be taken into account if you're going to get a player like that in. So... It's going to be interesting to see what Arsenal do with this situation, how serious this injury to Jesus is. I guess if they feel it's just something very, very minor, they stick to their plans, which is, looks like Balogun going out and they just rely on Eddie and Ketcher for that time. I guess you could even put Kai Havertz 
um, into that centre forward position for the time being. If not, do they move for a striker? And who is that striker? And I would like to ask you guys out there right now because we were debating this with a lot of fans last night after the game as we interviewed them outside and nobody really could come up with great alternatives because there's the, the truth of the matter is there's just not that many top, top strikers available right now. Um, and you're seeing, you know, teams struggling to try and to try and bring one in. Um, Mohamed Kudos should Arsenal move for him. Now, another thing that you noticed yesterday by watching that friendly, and it's very revealing, is that Saka, he didn't come on. He didn't, he didn't play a minute of the game. Now, Mikel Arteta was saying afterwards that um, he felt a little bit ill on the bench. Um, so that's why they didn't want to risk him. Of course, we've got the Community Shield coming up on Sunday, and I'm sure Mikel Arteta will want Saka to play in that. Um, Fabio Vieira played out on the right-hand side and didn't do too badly, but he's not a right winger. You can see not once did he sort of beat his man. He's not that type of player, different type of player. Surely Arsenal need to bring in an alternative because if Saka, who's such a vital player, a bit like Jesus as well, say he copped an injury, then what? You know, who covers that position? Kudos, of course, if he came in, would be an excellent um, replacement in that area. He can play over on the right wing, we know. He can also play as an attacking midfielder. Now, um, it's said that his agent was in London this week talking to Chelsea and talking to Arsenal about a possibility of a move. He's said to favour um, the player a move to Arsenal. Of course, you know, he'd be playing alongside his teammate there in Thomas Partey. He's a Ghanaian international. It's going to be interesting to see if Arsenal make a bid for him. They are very interested in him. Um, some journalists reporting yesterday that they are looking to make a bid for him. And um, nothing yet, but could Kudos be coming in before the end of the window? It was interesting, as I said about um, a few days ago on the show, that I got a chance to speak to Edu out there um, in America. And he was saying to me that, you know, when I was asking about Jurian Timber and saying how good a signing he's looked, he was saying that, yeah, easy to sign players from Ajax because they literally play the same way in which Arsenal play. So interesting. Let's see how that one develops out. David Raya, that, those rumours still um, flying around. Uh, of course, Arteta asked about it yesterday. We know he's not going to comment on players they're at another club. He, he praised Ramsdale yesterday. He you know, saved the penalty in the penalty shootout. But the Raya thing does look like it's going to happen. Um, personal terms have been agreed. It's just now for Arsenal and Brentford to agree a fee um, and get that one sorted out. And then there's also Matt Turner, who interestingly was on the bench yesterday, but didn't play a minute of that game. Now, surely if he was staying... Um, he would have played. I mean, Ramsdale's played literally every minute of every preseason friendly, apart from the first one over there in Germany when Matt Hine started or, or Matt Hine came on. It looks like Matt Turner is on his way out. Nottingham Forest, as we know, are the team that are really, really interested in him. Again, Arsenal not looking to risk him when they know that they could be getting um, a fee for him. And obviously, some of that fee will go to um, offset whatever they have to pay for David Raya. Um, Nicolas Pepe, still at the club, hasn't featured even a minute of preseason. Um, said to be on the verge of a move to Besiktas, according to some publications today. Besiktas over there in Turkey, said to be really, really interested in signing him. The sticking point with Pepe is on these big wages, 
But there is talk that Arsenal may be willing to terminate his contract, which would then make the pathway for him joining a team um, like a Besiktas a lot easier because they wouldn't have the sort of transfer fee to pay. It really hasn't worked out for him at Arsenal and it does look like Pepe is on his way out. Um, and Marquinhos, who actually came on yesterday in a friendly, didn't start. Again, interesting that he didn't start because, you know, he, he, he is a right winger. Saka plays out on that right wing. And as I said, Saka um, wasn't able to play in the game. But Marquinhos didn't start probably because the rumours are stating that he's on his way out on a loan move, another loan move, this time to Olympiakos over there in Greece. So that would be quite a big move for him to a big European club. Um, he did go out on loan in January um, to uh, Norwich City, had sort of a mixed time there, um, but it looks like he could get a loan move to Olympiakos. So we wait to see how that one happens. Um, Arsenal do like him as a player, but obviously he needs to develop. When he first came in, a little bit of injury, bit part player, needs game time to see what he can really do. So Marquinhos could be on his way to Norwich. So those are the rumours for today. Um, don't forget on Saturday, the game for Ukraine, right? Um, we're going to be doing it in the metaverse. Click the link in the description and get involved with that. It's a... Uh, uh, Zinchenko's game where he's trying to raise money to rebuild a school over there in Ukraine that's been um, damaged by the war. So it's for a great cause. So get involved here. Cool. In the metaverse with your own avatar, just jump in, click the link and get involved right now. We're going to be doing that. That's going to be really, really good. And then on Sunday, of course, it's the Community Shield, Arsenal versus Man City. We're going to be all over that here at AFTV. Thanks for watching the show and I'll see you tomorrow. Join me and Robbie for Victory League Metaverse to watch Game for Ukraine. Yo, 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 listen up. This is going to be huge. The Game for Ukraine charity football match kicks off this Saturday, the 5th of August at 5.45 p.m. We're talking about a full-on game with big names from the world of football on the pitch. I'm going to be there and other AFTV influencers are going to be joining in and you can come and meet them all digitally. Let's make a difference together. Click the link in the description right now and get involved. This is going to be big. Shop for AFTV merch at shop.aftv.co.uk. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat and Twitch. We've got content for every platform, so check it out. Podcast Network.